Our Elul Sofer blowing here at JM the AM, which continues Sunday through Friday until we get to Erev Rosh Hashanah, which will be a week from today. Believe it or not, a week from tonight, the brand new year of 5782 begins. Is that hum- unbelievable? It is unbelievable. Uh, and Cantor Benny Rogoznitsky is with us live via telephone. He's Cantor, of course, at the Parky Synagogue, where I would assume they again kicked off the high holiday season in a grand fashion this past Saturday night, Sunday morning. Cantor Benny, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, to you and all the listeners. What a pleasure to speak to you. First of all, can you believe it a week from tonight? Can you believe it? It's really unbelievable. When you look at the secular calendar and you think we're still in the perhaps the last week of summer, it's hard to imagine that in a week we're going to be at uh, davening for two full days. Unbelievable. Starts Monday night, everybody. Get ready for a great Five seven eight two. Um, well, what happened this past Saturday night? I had seen a uh, a few um, uh, live stream videos that were going on with different people, uh, either during or after uh, slichus. I uh, checked out some of the videos, and it looked like some of the synagogues were pretty full. Other synagogues looked like they were really adhering to what we got used to in five seven eighty in terms of social distancing. What happened at Parky Synagogue this past Saturday night? So the good news is that it happened. There was actually a slichos, the choir was there, the chazan was there. We had a respectable crowd, but we were definitely, the numbers were definitely down because we were following, you know, all the social distance rules. So we couldn't see people right next to each other and people had to be masked. So that deterred a lot of people from attending. I would assume Chief Ganter Helfgott has never davened from the Umud with a mask on, correct? That is correct. That's never been demanded of him. Correct. However, I should say that the choir did sing with Mass on, which is not such a simple thing to do, especially on a two-hour repertoire. Such a but simple, they managed. such a simple thing to do. It's impossible. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that was one of the miracles of the new year. So, just a reminder: last year there was no in-person slicha service. There was an in-person slicha service. It was only open to members, and I think we had less than fifty people. Wow. And the and the choir did perform last year. No. No. Uh, wow. No choir. So just the Cantor by himself. Correct. So, so in some ways, for Cantor Helfgott and yourself, this is somewhat of an upgrade. This is this is this is the light at the end of the tunnel that you're seeing. That at least, thank God, there's a choir. Thank God, there's a larger crowd. Uh, thank God, things are somewhat getting back to normal. Yes, that's definitely true. I think the fact that the shoe was open, that people could come from far and wide, even though the numbers were not as, as great as they were maybe two or three years ago, but the idea that we had four or 500 people in the shul, that's a very big deal, and it's inspiring. Um, what's going to happen Monday night and Tuesday? Full capacity? You're anticipating less? What do you think is going to happen in the synagogue next week? So we're definitely anticipating less. A lot of people are away, and a lot of people are staying home. They're just still concerned. You know, we have an older membership, so people are in a higher category of risk, and they're nervous. So we're, we are offering davening outside uh, as an alternate uh, minion. Uh, but, but the good news is that we will be going forward. We will have the choir. We will have the chazan. And people will slowly be able to get back into the semblance of what it used to be on the high holidays at Parkies. This is Manhattan. Uh, what type of outdoor uh, area do you have? Is it, does the school have a backyard or something? So it happens to be that on the, our 68th Street entrance, we have a playground, an open-air playground. So we're going to use that for some of the davening for, for, for a second minion and for chauffeur, people that maybe are not comfortable to come for a full davening, but at least we'll be able to hear chauffeur and then on Yom Kippur say Yisker. 
So uh, are you going to be working a lot harder than a regular uh, Rosh Hashanah? Because I assume if there's two minyanim that, you know, the Cantors have to uh, do double duty, so to speak. Right. I mean, first of all, it's double duty. And then second of all, for Chazanim, who are used to schlep everything out, to do things at, you know, double speed. It's like in the WhatsApp where you can do things today at one and a half or <laughs> two times the speed. It's actually harder to go faster because you have to think to yourself, okay, I can't repeat words so much, and we're not going to get into that old debate. So there's a lot of people who might actually be very happy this year on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Do you, and again, I, I know I keep asking, but I get so confused between all the different synagogues. Last year there was a Rosh Hashanah service, right? You told us yes. there was. So there, how, there how, how speedy was it? Like, so last year we actually split into two, into two services. I did the first one. I think it was at about 8.30, and Chazan Elfgott did the second one. The entire davening was done in about two and a half hours. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's something that I'm generally used to, but I didn't think that you could do it that quickly, especially you guys, frankly. Right. <laughs> we had to practice a lot. How is his voice? You know, we know. I mean, I think a lot of people know that he, you know, did, you know, uh, you worry about everybody who gets COVID. But when you, you know, we have someone who's a world class cantor and whose voice is critical and we know, you know, how much COVID affects the respiratory system, et cetera. We worry about him. How is he doing? Right. So you're asking actually a very good question because uh, we all know about long COVID and people right. that recover have all these side effects. And I think the greatest side effect that he was concerned, Chazan Elfgott, was the, the breathing and the ability to sustain notes, which is his claim to fame. But I have to say from what we heard on Matzi Shabbos, it was fantastic. And in some ways, um, even more moving and emotional. Because I think when you go through a near-death experience, what you come back with, uh, even as a regular Mispala, but certainly as a Chazan, is that much more devotion and that, that, that much more recognition of the gift of life. Wow. Un and you felt that on Saturday night. Yes, I felt it, and it's interesting, a number of mevinim, quote-unquote, and, you know, everybody who listens yeah. to Chazanah thinks they're a maven, <laughs> but uh, a number of people pointed that out, that it was uh, even more inspirational and moving at certain parts of the uh, of the davening. Wow, so you know how inspiring Unasana Tokif's going to be on Tuesday? Right, I'm actually looking forward. You know, it's interesting, uh, we've spoken about this before, one of the most famous cantorial pieces for Slichas is Anenu. Right, the Moshe Kosevitsky was very right. well known to end off the davening with that piece, right. and he sang. Chaznelfkat uh, sang it this year. And when you get to the part Anenu Aviyasomim, right, the father right. of orphans, right. and we know how many parents, how many parents have passed on, yeah. how many children are missing their parents this year. He, he repeated that again and again. It was really a, such an emotional high, wow. and I would say to myself that it, it was different than every other year. What was the array? Cantor Benny's with us from Parkey Synagogue. What was the arrangement before COVID? and what's happening now in terms of his presence at the synagogue. Am I right that he was generally there twice a month in the old days? Yes, he was generally there twice a month. That was reduced somewhat both during COVID and during his illness. Uh, but the idea of the synagogue is to bring that back, hopefully in the new season, which starts right after, uh, right after the Yom Naraim. Oh, so it's not, it's not a crazy concept that he'll be here every other week. Correct. It doesn't always work out to be right. every other week, but at least twice a month in right. whatever sequence that works. All right, interesting. So that's a, yet another good sign that things are, you know, are progressing. In other, yes. in other words, you hope to get back to full capacity. It just may take longer than, than you, you know, would like, but you, you hope to get back to full capacity eventually. 
Yes, that's definitely the goal. And what we did this year, which we've never done before, is we showed Slichos um, on, you know, live on YouTube and on Zoom. Oh. And we got, I mean, you can go up to the YouTube channel on Park East, you'll see there are thousands of people that clicked in between Matsi Shabbos and now. You know, I always say YouTube has an afterlife. Right. So it's like you go to Slichos, you hear it, it's over. But when it's on YouTube, you can listen to it again and again. And for <laughs> those who are inclined that way, they may be sitting and just listening to it once and, and once over. Yeah, and the so truth is, as we know, Slichos is a, you know, is a weeks long process, so you know it's, it never gets old. Frankly, you know it's not like it's not like someone's you know reliving it, something that happened a few days ago. You're actually living something that's going on this morning. Like the, the, I know it's not the exact same slichus, but still we're in a slichus period of time, so it's really appropriate for people to check it out online. That's true, but Chazan Helfgott was complaining to me yesterday that, you know, by having it online, yeah. all the Mavinim are calling with comments, <laughs> and he should have done this, and he should have done that. He's like, they didn't pay for a ticket, they're watching it for free, but they have all the Yates, what he should have done differently. <laughs> That's a symbol of his success, what did you say? <laughs> I agree. It's a great indication of his success, to say the least. Well, very interesting. And that, So you said you would hear him, so that means you're not going to be leading the outdoor service at the same time that he's leading the indoor service? So what we decided to do is we're not going to run the services at the same time. So the main davening will wow. start at 8 and finish at about 12, wow. and then I will do the second davening outside, which will start at about 12, but that will be in a bridge service, so it will last wow. perhaps an hour, an hour and a half. Wow, and that will include chauffeur, obviously, etc. Yes, right? yes. Very interesting. I'll tell you, you really got to be innovative these days. You have to. I mean, it's uh, this whole period has forced us to do that, be it, you know, on Zoom. Yeah. Many people say to us, why can't you be on Zoom right. on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? Well, that's a different <laughs> subject. You have to speak to Rabbi Goldwasser or, or your local rabbinic authority. But uh, absent that, we have to come up with creative ways of doing things differently. Yeah. Do you think if it was a late Rosh Hashanah, even with COVID or whatever we call whatever we're in now, uh, you'd have a lot more people? Are people staying away? Dafka, because it's early, or they'd be staying away even if it was three, four weeks from now? No, I think it's a very good point. There are definitely people that are staying away because of COVID, but right. there are others at the time of year, and the fact that Labor Day, for, I think, is next Monday, if I'm not mistaken. Right, yeah, it is. So, so I think that has, has induced people to stay wherever they are, in the Hamptons or wherever people go away, right. and perhaps just stay in their local communities. So you might have a bigger crowd if this was a real September Rosh Hashanah, like in the middle of the month or something. Yes, I think yeah. so. Interesting. Boy, oh boy. I'll tell you, this is fascinating. And I, I would guess that in, in some way, shape, or form, every shul, I shouldn't say every, because I think some are behaving as if they're, you know, 100% back to normal, which is fine as long as they're, you know, doing what they need to do. Uh, but I, and they're being safe. But I, I think that every shul or most shuls are going through what you're going through, trying to adjust accordingly and just come up with this hybrid system for Tishrei 5782 coming off of Tishrei 5781 you know you think back a year ago there were you know it, there was a lot of, a lot of serious considerations that were going on Erev Yantiv. people were publishing abridged machzarim uh, you obviously were introducing an abridged service different services outdoor services some shuls as you know have 6 7 services going on at once at all these different locations just to you know adhere to the social distancing so yeah, I'm sorry. Right. I mean, I, I think shuls have had to adjust, and it's interesting. I'll tell you in our own shul, even though the chazan will be davening and we'll have a choir, it is going to be a shorter service. We've right. gone over the master. We've chosen where the highlights are, where we can move things along. And uh, I think that, frankly, many Balabatim may actually be very happy with, <laughs> with well, that you, part of long COVID. You were somewhat afraid of that last year, that people would get too used to the... 
you know, the fact that we could do this, uh, you know, really quickly and efficiently. Let's put it that way. Um, yes, I think, by the way, in some shuls, that's actually what's happened. They yeah. said to themselves, if we could do it shorter, why don't we stay with that? But that's then a it, great formula. Yeah, but then again, Cantor Benny, in all seriousness, I mean, you know, when my father was a rabbi, the sermon every Shabbos was 40 minutes. You know, and today you can't speak for more than 10. You know, it's a, it's a different era. So the truth is that uh, it's not just COVID. Just COVID may have accelerated this process of shortening the davening somewhat. Um, and if and if rabbis and cantors are paying attention, they know that there are a lot of people, not everybody, I don't want to. I don't want to say everybody. Charlie Burnham may get angry at me, but there are a lot. There are a lot of people who just don't like the very, you know, or prefer not to sit through a very, very long service at this point. That's all. Right, but I think the big difference is that until COVID, they had different excuses. Now right. they're just saying right. it's all COVID related, so yeah. they'll be happy to stand at the kiddush for two hours. But in the main shul, they don't want to schlep. Yeah, because so. you know why they say you know what they say the kiddush is voluntary, Musaf's not. You know, that, <laughs> very true. You know, that's always the difference when it comes to tradition and it, <laughs> and it comes to ritual. <laughs> the the, uh, the voluntary stuff is, always seems to be a lot more fun. Let's put it that way. Right, nobody's <laughs> running out of shul from the kiddish but uh, aside <laughs> aside for and by the way this hinnany you know i'm saying i'm saying to myself obviously in a sonotokif and certain other things are not going to be you know toyed with but will hinnany be shorter than a typical year no, I don't think Hinnany would, because that's really the kickoff of the Chaznu's davening Musaf, his davening. So I think Hinnany's, we wouldn't touch, and in Sanatokov, we wouldn't touch. But for example, the Chom Aminim, right, right, that might take 10 minutes with the choir, right. will take two minutes this year, because we're just going to do it much faster. Right. And maybe Hayom Aras Olam, that we don't have to sing every single one and make a cantorial piece out of it. So areas that are, I don't want to say less significant, because everything is significant, right. but areas where we can cut, and people don't feel that we've taken away from the summons substance of the service, I think we will try and do that. Well, it sounds like you were happy to at least be there Saturday night with an, uh, with a nice crowd and with an international audience. So at least you had that. And uh, like I said, that seems like progress to me. Seems like we're uh, on the road to uh, getting back to what we would call normalcy. It just may take a little longer than we thought. That's all. Yes, I agree. And it's interesting, Nachum, on Matzi Shabbos, when I was done here at Park East, yeah. I traveled, as is my custom every year to Borough Park, to listen to the great Hazen Ben Sian Miller. And I went from a shul by, and by us where everybody was masked and socially distant to a shul that didn't, I don't think I saw one mask, or maybe just one. And it's also a sign was, of the time. Was it packed? It wasn't packed, but there was a, definitely a respectable crowd. Uh, but it was a different, again, it's, a, it's Borough Park, they have a different way of doing things. And it was just interesting to see both communities saying the same prayers, but following different rules. What time does he say Ashray? Well, I arrived at about a quarter to one, and I think they had just finished Ashray. So about so twelve thirty to start Ashray. Wow, interesting. And do you think that they had? Did they have a slicha service last year? Did they have a open to the public slicha service last year? I, I wonder. think they did, but I couldn't swear to that. I don't. I don't recall. I know I didn't go last year. Right. But it was nice to see that again. You go into Bar Park and yeah. you see, you know, the different minyan, and you feel that life is coming back. What was Hazen Miller's piece? What was the highlight of the night? I think there were two things. Shema Kuleinu was just absolutely stunning. Wow. And then he had his, sh- his son, Shimmy, who is just so talented yeah, with the choir. He and he sang the piece right before Shema Kuleinu, Halbein Chatoenu Kashelik from Waldman, which was also just beautiful. Who Shema Kuleinu did he use? Or was one you weren't familiar with? Uh, I think it's, it was from Hirschman. Wow. Unbelievable, I'll tell you. You know how to spend the Saturday night, man. <laughs> <laughs> you must have gotten home really inspired, frankly. <laughs> 
inspired and overtired. I think I got into bed at 5 a.m. Wow. <laughs> I went to sleep at 3. I thought that was late. <laughs> Sleepless night always has a special air about it, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. There's something so different about the first night of Sleepless. A very different atmosphere. It's so wild. Amazing. Uh, Cantor Betty, I thank you. I take this opportunity to wish you. Please send our best, obviously, to Cantor Health God, Rabbi Schneier, and everybody at Park East. Uh, happy, healthy, and sweet 5781. And who knows, hopefully the uh, the get-togethers that you guys have put uh, have uh, arranged over the years, uh, cantorial get-togethers, et cetera, will come back. Uh, we're hoping because I know that for a lot of people they're important, and a lot of people they're significant and inspiring. And like I said, hopefully if we get back to uh, having events like that, we will be uh, on our way back to uh, somewhat of a of a normal existence. So Bezrat Hashem, uh, uh, you should have a happy, healthy, sweet, and productive New Year. Thank you so much. A good convention to you, Nachum, to your family, and all the listeners. By the way, I think, was your son with my son in NCSY Colo this summer? Yes, he was. Yeah. Fabulous program. So nice. So nice. Yeah, I think I think my kid had a lot of nice things to say about yours. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what a way to end the conversation <laughs> to kick off a brand new year. No one ever minds hearing a compliment about their children. They're one and only. Cantor Benny Rugaznitsky, Cantor at Parky Synagogue, last uh, this past Saturday night. You heard it this past Saturday night under the uh, uh, the incredibly inspiring presentation of Cantor Helfgott. Uh, people both there and around the world got to enjoy Slichus with the choir and more. And um, yet another indication that things may not be 100% back to where we would like it to be, but we're getting there. Uh, here is a piece from Cantor Helfgott. Why not wrap up this segment with one of his great pieces on a uh, Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Sofer Shel Mashiach here at JM in the AM. That's the one and only Cantor Yitzchak Mayer Helfgott here at JM in the AM. Pretty amazing, huh? Pretty amazing. 